Hello and welcome to another edition of Inside the Hashes Player Interviews. My name is Juan Pablo Guarín Camargo and today we're talking to Oregon State senior defensive lineman Elu Aiden. Sitting down with Elu, we touched on a variety of topics from his growing up in American Samoa, his volunteer work in the community, to his passion for the game of football and what he brings to it. But all that said, let's jump into it. So today we're talking with senior defensive lineman Elu Aiden. Elu, how are you today? <laughs> Good, boss. How you doing? Not bad, not bad. Enjoying the coming of the weekend. Before we get started, I wanted to ask, how are you doing, man, in terms of like everything that's been going on outside? Like, how's your family? How are your friends? How are you coping right now? Man, you know, I'm coping well. You know, it's a, it's a difficult situation to be in. You know, just not only myself, but a lot of people, everybody in the world, around the world. So it's like, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. Make sure you do your part. And, you know, I'm just... I'm just trying to stay active while, while being safe, you know, staying hands, uh, sanitized and, you know, making sure that, you know, I don't get sick myself or get any of anyone else sick. So, yeah, it's, it's been boring, but you know, making it work. How have you been fighting the boredom? So, uh, work out. I go to the, the field because I'm in Corvallis right now. So I just go to the field, you know, run, work out, get a workout and come home, you know, watch some Netflix, you know, uh, read my work for a little bit. Did you see uh, uh, Tiger uh, the Tiger King yet? The what? That 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 Netflix documentary Tiger King, I think it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, I watched it. I watched like uh, the first two episodes yesterday. Oh man, I just watched the first episode today. I'm still trying to get hooked, but it's just so long, you know. I know it's so long. It's just weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird show. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, no, no, man, like, I can't wait to watch, like, no spoilers, man, but, like, I can't wait for like, episode two, because, like, the, the whole thing just looks crazy. All right, so let's jump into some football talk. Define for me yourself as a defensive lineman, your play style, your approach to the game, like, who is Eluadon with regards to being a, a football player? Eluadon, I feel like, uh, you know, I bring the physical part of the game to it, you know. I love, I love the run block. I mean, I love to, to to play the run, you know. I feel like I could work on my passwords, but I feel like I bring that physical presence that, that's needed in the middle. And, you know, something that every season is under them, even during the season, something that I work on is getting better at, uh, you know, just being a force in the, With the, the defense. Yeah. With regards to fighting in the trenches, like do you have like a preferred move, like the shoulder, like the, like the the swim move, spin around, like any finesse or power move that you favor? Probably be the the push pull, mm. you know, uh, the bull pull, arm over, you know, and just uh being able to set set offensive line off of it, uh, set up offensive lineman one way and then try and counter back the other way. But yeah, that's pretty much it. The the push pull or the bull pull. Is there anyone that you model your play style after? I, I watched a lot of tape on Rita Vale, uh, Danny Shelton, you know, the bigger guys, uh, Dominican Sue. You know, I love the way they play the game, and, you know, I feel like they're very, very physical. Haloti Nata is another one. He's a good guy. And, you know, I feel like I try and strive to work to be that type of force on the field. And I know you listed uh, J.J. Watt as one of your favorite players. Uh, is there anything about him that you try to, like, uh, emulate into your game, or is it more of the off-the-field stuff that he does? It's, it's a little bit of both. You know, he's a great person off the field, too. So, like, on the field, like, he's relentless, and, you know, 
he gives he goes 110 percent every play and you know it's just something that i tried to work toward you know uh, and i tried to be on all right. With regards to let's let's talk about like when you started playing football. I know you didn't start playing until uh, around the sixth grade, and you were more of a rugby person growing up. So like, what helped transition you into playing football from rugby? Just the physical part of it, like being able to to use your head. I mean, like be like I could say the game of football is is more is more mental than it is physical, and it's just being able to you know. Understand what you're doing, and, you know, because in rugby, you got to understand what you're doing, too. You can't just go out there and just, it's not just one of those games where you just go out there and just run around. It's like, you, you got to know what you're doing. It's the same with football, you know, it's the beauty of the game is the fact that you, so much of, so much of the game is, is mental, you know what I mean? You got to understand what you're doing. You got to understand how to do it, when to do it in certain situations. So, yeah. In your opinion, which is a harder sport to play? Man, I would, I would, I would say, I would say football. Mm. Is it, I feel like. Oh no, sorry, football. Like very hard sports. You know, you got to get acclimated to like a playbook. You know, they're 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 plays in rugby. Like they have plays written up, but you know, just the fact you got to like there's different positions. You know, what I mean, you got to learn different positions, different techniques. Like not everybody in football run like do the same technique. They're not they don't have the same sort abilities. In rugby, like everybody tackles, you know what I mean? Everybody gets the ball, everybody runs with the ball. And, you know, it's just things like that. Now, let's move into, like, when you started playing in high school. What was that like having played, like, starting to get into more of an organized part of the game where you were now much more responsible for a specific position and had a certain training regimen for what you had to do? Uh, it was great. Uh, so I went to high school, uh, Hawaii, my freshman. I attended St. Louis High School in Hawaii, and um, I played there for years, and I went home to softball in my last two years of high school there, but it was great, I know it was a great experience, you know what I mean, I learned a lot at St. Louis, and uh, just, the, just the technique part of the game, you know, it was different, you know, and in terms of technique, and being being in physical shape in order to do what you have to do, to, you know, to get on the field and play, and just the, the assignments, you know, play the playbook, man, the playbook was a big, was a big thing, knowing your play, and being able to execute and, uh, down, down. Now, well, when you now, as you started like growing, is there like any uh, high school memory that stands out to you the most that you look back on? I just, I, I guess it's it just the journey. You know what I mean? Like I said, I started in Hawaii and I ended back home in Sanboy. Finished my last two years, and you know, just being able to play in Sanboy, you know, it's it's a big thing. Like what I learned in Hawaii, it was. You know, some of the boys from back home, you know, I, I, I got to, I was able to set, set an example for the kids from my high school, you know, being like one of the only people on island to make videos in mind. It was a, it was a big deal for me. Yeah, yeah it's just being, being, being an example for the younger boys back home and, you know, showing them that, you know, there is a, there is a, there is a life outside of Samoa and, you know, it is, it is possible to be able to make it out and, you can see that today there's multiple kids from my high school and from my village that I made it out and I'm playing at Division One right now. So, yeah. Now, I know that you weren't born in American Samoa. You were born in, in Hawaii, then you moved over to Washington and finally settled in Samoa. What has been, like, the diff- the biggest difference between growing up in Samoa versus either in or in in the in the United States or in Hawaii? I know that Hawaii is a state, but I, I just phrase it that yeah. way. Yeah, 
to one day become governor of American Samoa. What, what what prompted you to want to pursue a goal like that? Man, it's one of those things where, I, like I said, a lot of the things that I do is I, I do to represent other, other people more than, like, represent more than myself, you know what I mean? And I feel like, you know, just the idea of being a governor, be able to change, to change, like, What's going on in Mexico? Like, a lot of the issues that are going on there, you know, it's a lot of issues that have been going on for a long time. And I feel like me wanting to be the person to like help a lot of people is, is, you know, I feel like at the time when that when the question was asked, like when when the person asked me the question, that's that's what came to mind is being a governor, you know, because I love to help people and uh, I love to to help my community or be in my community. So that's one of the reasons why. Speaking of like helping your community, talk to me a little bit about your volunteer work. I know that you volunteer in football camps and wrestling camps. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I volunteer for football camps here at Oregon State as well. But I, I've been to football camps. I've worked out with football camps. Uh, we've done, uh, I've done, in high school, I was doing food drives, uh, Hawaii food drives, homeless in Hawaii. But yeah, when I was at Oregon State, I did time. We, Went to the YMCA. We talked to we talked to kids. We played with the kids at the at the YMCA. You know, we read books to uh, to students at uh, kindergartens and elementaries uh, here in Corvallis. So yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where it's something that I wanted to do and I had the chance to make it happen over here. So, do you plan to like continue doing volunteer work and like opening like you know your own charity once you hit the pros? Yeah, most definitely. No thought in my mind that God willing, you know, whatever He has in store for me, I did not be. Whenever I'm blessed, like if it was His will for me to get blessed with all things, and you know, I take it upon myself to be to do the same for other kids who are in need, or kids that grew up in my shoes, and you know, people that want to be kids that want to achieve achieve their goals and achieve their their dreams. I want to be the person to you know help them and you know be able to pave the way for the younger generation to achieve what they want in their life. So it seems like, you know, helping the younger generations like your your biggest like uh uh goal with regards to volunteer work and helping others. Am I right on that? Yeah. All right. Um well that's from there I wanna move on into uh your recruitment process and talk about like, you know, where you've had to go and um what was it like for you to be such a such highly touted out of American Samoa? One of those things, you put your hair down, you get working, and you know, I went to a football camp in Utah. Got a, 
I got offered a scholarship in Wisconsin. So I was committed to all the way up until Anderson staff left there and they came to Oregon State. Well, I decommitted from and uh, committed to Oregon State. But from there, it's, that's what it's been, man. It's like, Life those curveballs. Life those uh, curveballs that you you gotta you gotta lean with it, man. You gotta you gotta hit it. And you know, I I decided to come to Oregon State, and you know, it's a decision that I I've never regret in my life like, since I've got here. I, just, I I I don't regret coming here. You know, like they say, uh, the bottom will teach me lessons that mountain tops will never that that mountain tops will never will. So. You know, just being here at Oregon State, and I've had my ups and downs you know, here with the program, but, you know, I stuck I stuck with it, and I'm, uh, I'm proud that I was able to finish it, finish my career as a beautiful singer. You spent four years at, at Golden State. Off the, off the field, like on campus, what's something that you're going to miss profoundly once you graduate and you move forward to a pro career? I'm, I'm, I'm graduated. Huh? Finished. I, I finished. I'm, I'm finished at Oregon State. Mm-hmm. I'm just here. I stayed here after pro day because we had our pro day on March 11th. So I just ended up staying here. But I, I feel like you know, most of Oregon State, just the, the relationships that I built with my brothers here. You know, I know that it could be there, but just the the fact that like going through the struggle with my brothers, you know, going to practice, all the runs, all the lifting, the conditions. You know, the ups and the downs, you know, that's the type of relationship I've been here. Oregon State, I've met some of my best friends, some of the, some, some of the boys that would be walking in my line right, one day. And you know, I feel like that's one of the biggest things is just relationships and the bonds that you build with others that come to this place. I know that you have, like, a really uh, close relationship with uh, Champ Fleming's wide receiver. Uh, talk to me a little bit about your connection with him. Oh, no, Champ is, you know, he's one of the homies. You know, he's a... He was a big factor on our team last year, and he's he, he balled out, man. You know, he came in, he kept his head down, man. Like he, he blocked out all the noise, and he just did his thing. And you know, I'm glad that he he was able to do that. You know, just just like with everybody else that that showed up last year, Champ Champ came in, he, he put in the work, and he reaped he, he reaped the rewards of the work that. He, yeah. During during your time there, like as as a four year as a four year player, like was there anyone in particular that you took under your wing to not only maneuver the game but also teach life lessons to? I would say I took a couple of people under my wing, but I feel like the one that I took took under my wing the most would be like Alex Alex Skelton, uh, Ralph Tofaso, uh, you know, a bunch of the boys from the island, you know, even even Matthew Tongo. You know, and I know he's not here no more, but I feel like he's on the He's at, he transferred to the University of Hawaii, but man, I took a lot of them under my wings. I've been it. You know, just being able to teach them the game, man, she can game it. So, like I said, this football thing, it goes on, you know, life goes on beyond football. And, you know, it's, the, it's what you, it's what you, you pass off to the, to the guys that are, like, younger than you, but being able to show them the ropes, you know, and show them the game, because, you know, that's what football is all about, man. It's a family business, and I, I treat these boys like my brothers, and you know, it's just one of those things where I, I try to pass the game along, especially to like Alex and Evan, who play the same position. Like being able to get them tests on like the technique on what to do, all that. So yeah. Talk to me about your connection with Coach Leggy. Uh, 
Chris Lang is my man. So. Chris Lang is from the same village as me, home in America, Samoa. But you know, ever since he stepped foot on campus, man, it's it's just been real since they, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's there's never been no funny business. He's always been straight up with you. What I want you to do, this all I want you to do. This is how you gonna do. It. You know, that's all. It's all like, between me and Chris Lang because he's taught me a lot. He's helped shape my game, and I like. You know, they're probably like a lot of the stuff that I did during the last season before that was possible to because he pushed me, like he helped me, he helped me shape my game and to become the player I was. And you know, I know there's going to be lessons, even even young football, I know there's going to be lessons that he's taught me that's going to help me in my life outside of football and, and just, just being a man in general. And knowing to deal with yourself, like you make mistakes, you deal with it yourself. And I, you know, those are just. Coach Lane is a real one. I, 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 I've appreciated him as the day he stepped foot on campus. So. All right. Um, I forgot to ask this when we were talking about your teammates, but uh, one in particular, Isaac Hughes. I know he's changing his jersey number from ninety to to ninety nine, which was originally your number. Did you ask? Did, did he ask you if he could do that, or is that more just kind of like a pass yeah. it down sort of thing? Yeah. It was probably, but he said that he was talking to Coach Lang about it. But he, I was actually the first person he he called when he got the number. He FaceTimed me. He sent me like a bunch of Snapchats. Bro, I'm about to be 99. I'm happy for him, man. I'm, like, if there's one person I don't know that I would take the number and rock with it, be Hodges because, you know, he's a hard worker. One of the best team I mean, we got. And you know, I feel like he deserves it more than anybody. And I'm, he's, a, he's a great player, man. I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that's going to help change the program. For yourself, you've helped really start initiate that change in attitude with the program, especially along the defensive line. Oregon State was ferocious, down, was ferocious in that aspect. You yourself, like you had th- in your career, three blocked field goal attempts for 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 a dude that for a dude that's usually lined up down the middle. Like, well, how does that feel that you're able to like have that ability to have that much of an impact on the game? And it's just it's a matter of like knowing the situation and knowing what's on the line. Just being able to get the it's, it's just one of those things on a field goal team there's like oh, you gotta block oh buddy to block the kick you know I've gotten a few and you know, it's just a matter of knowing what situation you're in and you know being able to get it 110% even on the special uh, special teams of balance like you gotta if you're if you're in on, if you're in on special team you gotta make sure you give it the same effort that you give when you're on defense because that's that part of the game, the game a lot too. So. Now, moving on to talking about your pro career, like what have you talked to anyone from Oregon from Oregon State that made it to the pros, with regards to what to expect, and if so, what have you asked them? Uh, yeah, I talked. Uh, so I was in Oregon County. I was playing. I was in Orange County, and I was with the big bro Isaac. Oh, so, he was training down there in Irvine too. So I think he was. He just kept telling me like what to expect. Oh, he, he kept encouraging me, you know, just telling me like just to give it give it your all, give it all you can and it's like this is your shot and like you've been waiting for this your whole life and it's just a matter of what you the way you carry yourself throughout the uh, throughout pro day, you know, just showing the scouts that you're giving it hundred and ten percent, you know, you're not just going through the ashes, you're not gonna half ass on all the So yeah, and what they wrote around 
that's what I did, you know. I, I put it all out there on the line, and you know, I knew it was a big review for my future, and something like, you know, you just listen to, listen to the older guys tell me, you know, you just gotta relax, man. You just gotta be, be calm. You'll be alright. So yeah. With regards to scouts and talk and talking to like NFL reps, what is it if if an NFL rep asks you like, what's something that you can bring to the team that no one else can? What would you tell them? I'll be physical. I'll bring the physicality part of the game. I mean, I I stop the run. You know, I mean, nobody's running up to a gaps. Nobody's running up to b gaps because I'm a beater. And that's I feel like that's something I'll bring to the game. Is I'll be that big for that they need. Yeah. Right, well, my last question is a bit of like one that's a, a more personal one. It's uh, so I know that like I, I kind of like in my research, if you found that you have like a singing talent, I've I've, I've seen, and I know that you're part of an acapella group in Oregon State. Uh, are you more like a tenor, a baritone, uh, a bass? Like where do you I, range? Hmm? Shoot, I I just I just I just sing any of those those voices, but I feel like uh, like a like a tenor, the tenor alto. Like a male alto. <laughs> <laughs> so you can really hit those high notes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a favorite song that like you like to sing to to warm up a little bit? Shoot, I really mind. You know, as polys, we just love to sing. So it's just one of those things. When we sing, we just sing. Mm-hmm. No, there's no warming up, I guess. We just, when the polys start jamming. Everybody just starts singing, and there's nothing. Have you, have you like, practiced? Oh, have you practiced your singing like all your life? Like, have you been in choruses in school, and you've always been like the musical kind of guy? Uh, no, I was just growing up in church. You know what I mean, uh, like I said, our religion plays a big role. Growing up in church, you know, singing in church, and uh, I was I was in the choir. I was in our high school when I was in high school. My junior, my, my sophomore to senior year, I was in choir. Yes. All right. Well, you know, I I I would make the request is ask you if you can sing or something, but you know, I'm not not gonna put you on the spot right there, man. But what I am gonna do is thank you very much for your time today. Really appreciate you talking to us here, and wish you like nothing but the best going forward, bro. All right, appreciate you. All right, take care. I want to once again thank Elu for taking the time to talk with us today and wish him nothing but the best going forward in his pro career. And remember, for this interview and many more like it, just type in Inside the Hashes Player Interviews on wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts like Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. And to check us out on our social media, just go to Facebook and type in Inside the Hashes. On Twitter, we are at Inside Hashes. And on Instagram, we are at Inside the Hashes. You can also check out our website, www.insidethehashes.com. For player interviews and for Inside the Hashes, my name is Juan Pablo 